Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad that you could join in today. I certainly hope you're having a great week and things are going well for you. In this episode, we'll continue to examine the books of the Old Testament. And today's uh, book is the Book of Lamentations. The author of the Book of Lamentations is the prophet Jeremiah. He was one of the leaders in lamenting the death of King Josiah. No one was probably better equipped for the writing of these laments than Jeremiah. He has a very uh, large emotional makeup, you could say, and uh, he's very concerned about the spiritual condition of his nation. And now he's eyewitness to some really tragic events that take place. So, you know, obviously God put him there at that time to write this book. The exact date is difficult to determine on this book. The grief and emotion that we see within the the scriptures in this book suggest a time after the fall of Jerusalem, while it's still really fresh in the mind of the prophet. So sometime after 586 BC, uh, that was the year that the city was destroyed. So the political system or setting, I should say, is, you know, the flight and capture of King Zedekiah brought an end to the dynasty. All right. The end came about because Zedekiah arrogantly rejected Jeremiah's warning and because of his betrayal and really ingratitude to Nebuchadnezzar, who had taken the kingdom uh, from Jehoiakim and given it to him. And for this... He watches his son's nobility slain before his very eyes. And then his eyes are taken out and he is bound by fetters and taken to Babylon. The fall of Jerusalem in the summer of 586 involved a siege of numerous months. It left a famine, pestilence in its wake, um, Though Jerusalem had been threatened and pillaged before, this destruction was beyond what the Jewish people had ever seen before in their beautiful capital city. First Chronicles 22 verse 10 says, And he shall build a house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. So, The Jewish people looked at Jerusalem as really the eternal city, that nothing would ever happen to it like this. And now it's leveled. So this had a real high impact on the Jewish people. The religious setting, it's pretty dark. It's a pretty dark time spiritually for the Jews. The temple's destroyed. It's brought a new era in um, Israel's religion, the dispersion. Uh, of the people brought in the era of the synagogue with the passing of the temple much of the ritual system was suspended like the offerings and sacred events in babylon they learned to worship and study the torah in small gatherings uh, which the rabbis called little sanctuaries Uh, here the faithful worshiped as they were totally surrounded by heathen culture. Uh, One thing remaining of the covenant faith of Israel was their scriptures and the the covenant promises contained therein from the Lord. 
so stripped of everything else, they meditated, relied upon the scriptures more than ever before. So the purpose of Lamentations, this book expresses the depths of Israel's loneliness when the glory of God departed and left her in shame because of her you know, removing herself from the truth. A further purpose was to record how completely and literally the word of God was fulfilled. I mean, he gave them warnings of judgment, but they persisted in their rebellion, in their idolatry, and the book also confirms the sovereignty of God. The bright ray of hope is that he's not only faithful in judgment, but he's also faithful in his promises of loving kindness. That's found in chapter 3, verse 22 and 23, for it says, It is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So the unique contributions of Lamentations, there's a strong emphasis on divine judgment. Lamentations repeatedly uh, attributes the destruction of Israel to the wrath of God. The Lord, not the wrath of the Babylonians. The Babylonians were an instrument used, uh, but it was from God. This emphasis on divine judgment also emphasized the point that it was their sins before God that brought their destruction, not the international misfortune of becoming prey of the Babylonians' conquest. In the same way, the restoration is wholly dependent on their repentance and turning back to God. The international powers again, as I just said a moment ago, were just instruments to God to accomplish his purposes for his people. Uh, so we saw emphasis of divine judgment, and we see great is thy faithfulness. One would hardly expect this awesome verse to be found in the book of judgment and really despair. This verse is not a jubilant cry of delight from greatly blessed or prosperous people, Rather, this comes, this response, to great judgment and discipline. It's why the prophet viewed the ashes of Israel's most cherished monument. He says, his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Jeremiah's point was that God was always keeping his word. Whether in judging or in showing mercy. You know, we see in our world today a lot of stuff that really makes us upset. I know I can speak for our own country, things I see, and it's hard to, to, to comprehend, to, you know, it's just hard on the heart. And there is a great deal of encouragement that we as believers can have that God keeps his word, both in judging and in showing mercy. As well, he's seen as the weeping prophet. No other prophet was so connected with the grief and judgment of the people as was Jeremiah. Now, for nearly 50 years, Jeremiah stood with the nation as it went through its deepest trials, counseling them, urging them, praying for them, you know, whatever word you want to use for the encouragement to turn to God, he was doing it. Rather than be respected for his love and care for the nation, the people of Israel humiliated him. They denounced him. 
they cast him into a dungeon and they viewed him as a traitor. Now by the hand of God, he endured this, the siege of the city, saw the breakthrough, he witnessed the pillage, he, he, he witnessed the burning and the slaughter of the city, the, the total destruction of the temple. He was taken north of Jerusalem, was released from chains to witness even more slaughter of the people and the departure of thousands of people to Babylon. I mean, can you get the picture that this was a horrific time? He remained with Gedaliah, who was appointed governor by the Babylonians. He endured more trials as Gedaliah was murdered and he was taken to Egypt. There he said to have been stoned by his own people for condemning their continued idolatry and unrepentant hearts. Few prophets had more to cry about than Jeremiah. In Lamentations 3.48, My eye runneth down with rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. Verse 9, the same chapter, My eye trickleth down and ceaseth not without any intermission. Now, throughout the book of Lamentations, we get little foreshadowings of Christ weeping over Jerusalem as well as he predicted its destruction in Luke chapter 19. In many ways, lamentation reflects the grief and sorrow of God for his people in their hour of deepest despair. As Isaiah 63 verse 9 says, In all their afflictions he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. Isaiah and John express the fact that Christ is in Christ who will wipe away the tears. It's so true. Lamentations is an interesting book. It has lots to offer and I would encourage you to explore it. Uh, Just don't listen to a podcast about it. Never read it. Get in God's word and read it. And I hope uh, this podcast has been encouragement for just that. Thanks for listening, folks. I hope you have a wonderful week. Keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.